Seminole moment in Orlando. Big week for the ACC. Primetime win for Colorado. All that and more coming up on the Southern Roots Football Show from Southern Roots Radio next. By the way, the name of the show, the Southern Roots Football Show. How's that sound? I like it on Southern Roots Radio, right? On Southern Roots Radio. I kept saying, do what we do. Do what we do. Do what we do. That's why you do what we do. That's why you do what you do. You keep doing what you do and you step on the field. Do what you do. Do what we do. Trust it. What? What? Run the ball. You know, he threw up. They're pounding Gatorade down. He just hurled it out. He's like, all right. Mother we're coming back for you again. Get you another bleep right there, JP. What the hell? Did I just pick Tennessee to go 10 and 3? You did. And I told y'all before we started, if we go 7 5, 8 and 4, Hey, you're going to have to change the intro. Damn, did I just pick Tennessee to go 11 and 1? Oh. <laughs> I mean, let's go. Love it. Taking the balls. Let's go. All right, we welcome you into Southern Roots Football Show. It is week two, episode two of 2023 season. Jack Plant alongside. Uh, the big sweet to my right, Charles Sweet, big papa sweet, uh, Wes Brown, also joining us, of course. Court from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And we welcome back the reigning picks six king, one Trevor McAnally. Welcome back, Trev. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good, brother. Good to be back. Man, we, we missed you last week. Uh, we did get your picks. Um, and by the way, has anyone looked at these picks? Accord, how are you, my friend, by the way? Connecting uh, uh, through the internet interwebs. Doing great, brother. Uh, yep. We don't have to talk about the pick section if you don't want to. Well, you know, we, we did have to have a little wellness check uh, throughout the weekend. But, you know, <laughs> I, I hadn't looked at this until I was putting this together last night and looking at the, um, the win-loss record from week one. How about one West Brown, folks? Hey, I, we were texting in the group, yeah, and I felt good about my picks. Did you, said, we did got you buy one Rance loss. dinner? Did you at least buy Rance I dinner? I said, man, Rats have one potential <laughs> loss in fucking LSU. I mean, shit. Who would have thought? I know, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that honest to God, that's when I felt. Yeah. Didn't Court say you were going to be one and six, One and too. six, yeah. And uh, I don't know where Rance I'm went. glad I wasn't the only one to remember that. Yep. <laughs> Rance was up here. We'd celebrate together. Court was looking in the mirror when he said that, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a rough start for the boy there. Yeah. And, ah, and sweet in second place, four and three, my friend. Uh, you know what? Uh, a blind squirrel and, finds a nut every now and, and then. Me was at there the bottom last year. Hey, good year, start. New Starting year, new me. Right. It's a, it's a Put marathon, your inspirational a bullshit in there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Core, we're just glad you showed up this week. <laughs> oh, guys, I wouldn't miss it for anything. No, all right. Hey, let's get into uh, the program. Our tailgate menu, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, yeah, we got that game to talk about in Orlando, of course. Uh, how about the ACC? Big week for the ACC. And uh, Coach Prime in Colorado had a hell of a weekend. Uh, I guess it's the real deal. We'll talk about it for sure. Uh, coming up at your tailgate menu, brought to you by Society American Nursery. Uh By the way, as we broadcast, our, our friends at the Lawrenceburg Golf and Country Club, if you need a place to come play, uh, or join a great little club, Trev. Come see the pro shop. Come see the pro shop. There you go. I know. Uh, I, was, I was wanting to throw that's you. That's a good plug. I like yep. it. Yep. Uh, I was going to throw you because I know you, you know a lot about this place. It's a cool place. We're upstairs. Uh, glad to be here uh, this week. All right. So, uh, I guess, guys, we'll we'll start with uh, with Coach Prime. We you know this is the Southern Roots Football Show, but damn, uh, Deion Sanders, who saw this coming? I mean, you know, some of us picked him to cover as a 20-point spread. 
But did anybody really see? Let's see. Who? Uh, I know I picked them to cover. Where, where else? Uh, Wes also, you thought that they would cover. Did you think they'd win, Wes? Hell no. I didn't either. No. I, and I'll get into it later because I, I've got a little segment coming up. Okay. But, yes, you do. Like, you know, this guy can motivate, you know, like. Second to none. Lane Kiffin, when my senior year, we weren't that very, you know, we weren't that good, but we contended at Alabama and, and Florida because he's a motivator. And he he is his roster is a one, like, what is it, a 70, 80%, 90% not flip? That's not in your kids. Okay, so shit, way more than what I was thinking. So, no, you wouldn't expect him to go in there and win. You, I expect him to be competitive. But holy hell, what a week one by the Colorado Buffaloes. Uh, that that was incredible. Uh, with what they did uh, at at TCU on the road against the reigning national finalist, of course, uh, a little bit different team. Uh, but um, let's switch gears to uh, to the ACC as well. And and who was the biggest winner? North Carolina, FSU, or Duke? Who do you guys think had the had the best weekend? Florida State for sure. Oh, no doubt. I mean that that was a huge win. Two years in a row coming out week one right there. Court, I'm sorry, but you know what they say: you can't spell LSU without the L, baby. <laughs> I, I mean, just I mean, I agree with you there, man. I, I and I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, get ahead of myself or anything like that. But I mean, I or or pat myself on the back. But I said it last week when y'all, y'all, everybody was talking, you know, Big Ten or SEC. I said, watch out for Florida State. Yeah, you know, they got some dudes on that team. Dude, you look what they Norval did with the portal, dudes. bringing some guys in, and uh, Keon Coleman, <laughs> man, I think he's a Baton Rouge kid that transferred in from somewhere else. But man, he's electric. Him and Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis, you know, Jaden Daniels was a Heisman contender coming into the year. Uh, Jordan Travis was the best quarterback on the field Sunday night. I mean, without a doubt, he was. Played his tail off. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Um, I mean, just to pick somebody else, I didn't see Duke being that dominant no, against I, Clemson absolutely at all. And, and I got come one on, win is, there, is, guys. Is, so I did. Is Dabo losing the program? I mean, I, I, it's, that, that's the question. That, that is a real mm-hmm. topic of conversation. In in the way they the in in the way they did last year. And you you know thinking you got Clubnet back. Clubnet's a talented kid, and they couldn't do shit on offense, guys. Nothing. They couldn't. And kudos like, to Elko getting Duke ready to come out and yeah, play that getting, game. I'm not gonna I discredit mean, Duke, but damn, Clemson's got way better cats. We know this. Yeah, I think the they did a tally of four or five stars. I think Clemson had 42 four or five stars, and Duke had two. Yeah. So I mean. It, but Jeez. for the future of the program, it is a very bad time to be, you know, sucking it up for Clemson. I mean, with NIL going around, you need to be on top of your game right now. Yep. And, I mean, it, you know, they they have a couple more of these. It's going to look bad for them in the offseason. Yeah. It's a tough loss. It's he's a got ugly it. loss. Yeah. I and mean, he's got to start hitting the portal a little, right? Well, I mean, that, we, we don't – obviously, and I'll talk a little bit more about it when I talk about the Tigers because you don't want your entire – Roster made up a portal, but guys, you got to supplement a little bit. You're going to miss some of yeah, these high school kids. Yeah. Colorado's just fine. I was about fine. to say, you look at what yeah. they did with Shador yeah. and you know Travis we'll Hunter. See. My goodness. I mean, it's a diff- It's such a different game, man, today than what we've been used to. Like every year, it's like free agency, guys. It is one thousand percent. Your, your roster is going to look different every year. I personally hate it. But if you're going to stay on top, if you're going to compete, that's what you're going to have to do. you got to adapt to the situation. And you're not yep. going to have I mean, opportunities to build the program. And like, yo, i got a good unit of freshmen in here. Well, they're going to get pissed off because they're a four- or five-star. They're not getting playing time. They're going to go to yep. 
Hell, Colorado and play with Prime. Yeah, you know? and it's great. I mean, you want to have those freshmen come in. You want to have those recruiting rankings to build that depth, um, build that continuity on the recruiting trail. But, I mean, you got to be able to attack the porter. And I'm pretty sure, you know, Dabo's been really, really harsh about, you know, the NIL and the portal and yep. kids leaving. Yeah, he's been and, against it. Yeah, through and through. And it's showing. It showed big time. Yeah, I, I think um, I think Clemson and Dabo's at a real crossroads. Uh, we'll, we'll see how the rest of the year. I mean, you know, it's this is overreaction uh, week say, after listen, week one. It but is game one. You look at look at LSU last year. Look yeah. at what they did. You mm-hmm. know, getting beat by Florida State, coming back, playing in the SEC championship, making that little run. Um, you know, they had that one blemish down there in Baton Rouge. They got their ass <laughs> beat back in, in conference rival. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you they a Bama fan? <laughs> Get out the past. Live so. in the present. <laughs> we are. We're one and zero. I didn't one. see y'all yeah. in Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is. But to, to, to Debo's point, to Clemson's mm-hmm. point, man, it's a long season. They can turn it around. How they bounce back next week is going to be a true tale of where he is with that program. Yeah. Yeah, no question. Yeah, Court, I think you struck a chord about that uh, transfer portal for sure. That is the big thing that uh, Debo's going to have to uh, think about. And, and yeah, I, I think they're truly at a crossroads. So we'll see how that plays out as well. All right. Um, uh, Cord, I guess we'll we'll just rip this Band-Aid off. Um, what happened in Orlando? I, I mean, flat out, I'll tell you, I can say a lot of stuff, but the better football team won the game. The better football team won the game. I mean, and I, can, I can go on for days and days. I mean, we dominated in the first half, 300 yards, and we have a three-point lead, you know, going into halftime. There, there, was, there was too many drop passes, and, I, and I've got other things I want to get into and, and things like that. But as, as far as I can tell, and, and I'll say it again, I think the better football team won the game. Do I think they're 21 points better than my Tigers? Absolutely not. Do I think we're better than we look? Yeah, I think we will, and I, and I trust this staff to, to get them where we're going. But, man, just flat out the better football team won the game. I mean, just look at it right here. We go – they go TD to start the game. We get four straight stops. Then they go TD, field goal, TD, 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 TD. The only thing that stopped them was the fucking clock. Like, we couldn't stop a nosebleed. <laughs> well, that was going to be one of my questions to you is how you feel about Brian Kelly and that staff, the way they went about that. I mean, man, they opened up. They went down the field. They got four chances from the one-yard line. They go out of the gun all four times. He was what, Coach, over, you'll you'll over hear something two. on Cut the Cord on that one. Okay, well, I'll, I'll leave right. it to you on that in a second. <laughs> but, but I, I mean, yes, do I, tru- I trust BK to get the job right? And I'll tell you, and BK's told us, and it, it brings me back to my point on that transfer portal, is you want, you've got to build the roster, especially with a, a school like LSU who dominates the state that we live in, who has some absolute dudes that play in the state, build through the high school scene, right? And supplement the roster with transfer portal guys. We cannot be built off transfer. Yes, Colorado, we'll see going – going the rest of the year how that plays out but I mean dude I, I'm one of the biggest LSU fans I've ever met shit I was drunk enough to get the LSU tattooed on my arm one night when I was 18 <laughs> still living in Mississippi I had to sit there with a roster the other night I didn't know half the kids on the fucking team yeah and, and and we're sitting there getting burned we got a I mean, we got a, a ULL guy starting at corner we got a guy who couldn't cut it at Syracuse starting and we're just getting moss left and right from a kid who's 45 minutes down the road from Opelousas Catholic but we couldn't get him in here I mean, come on, guys. And, and, and like I say, I still trust. Now, I'm not completely telling you BK and that staff is, is, is not to blame. They should have – they had to make – one team made adjustments at halftime, one team did, and it showed, right? I mean, HP4 is the best defensive player in the country. 
and the kid like he had never played. We play him in the middle. We're sitting there playing him in the middle. That's one thing. He dropped in coverage twenty eight times. Yeah, and only give him true seven true rushes. I mean, you're looking yeah. at a guy as a defensive coach, Trevor, yeah. it, like we salivate over a guy like him. For sure. And to see him dropping in coverage and not getting after what yeah, he does, a little bit. That man, that, that hurt me, Cord, because I want to see this son of a gun getting after the quarterback. Coach, did you watch him against Arkansas last year? Fuck yeah, I did. What's That's why they, 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 they whoop our ass. With, that kid single-handedly, I, yeah. I tweeted it 17 times, Mama, there goes that man again. <laughs> yeah, he's unbelievable. <laughs> The kid is a stud, but I mean, the, the the question going around Baton Rouge right now is if is there is there advisors telling Coach Kelly like, hey, we got to see him play, and, and and that's starting to piss me off a little bit. Some guys I trust to say it is, like, hey, we got to see him at next level. They're looking at him as a middle guy, not an outside guy. I'm like, that, what? Man, it's about what I don't care what size team. you are, play yep. somewhere. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Guys, I feel my skin getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm curious. One one last question on this, and then we'll we'll slide on. Uh, but you know, is is the world on fire down there amongst LSU fans, or or is it somewhat of a, a tempered reaction after uh, Sunday night? Hell world's yes. on fire. <laughs> world's on fire with half of them. I mean, it, it, it's it's the same. It's the same people that 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 year in and year out during July and August are the most positive people. And as soon as we give up one score and drive in the season, there, there are people down here that are literally calling for the guy's head. And I'm wow. like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Sounds like Tennessee fans. Cause yeah, no shit. I'm well, telling you, you right now. Coming off last year, too, and you come out and you lay the egg Absolutely. that you did this week. It, I mean, it, it makes a, it tough. Last year was a little bit of a fool's goal going in this year. I mean, dude, just a year and a half ago, we had 40 players on our roster. And, and I hate to do this, Wes. I hate to do this, but I'm still pointing the finger back at your guy, Ed O. Thank you for 2019, but he's still the reason that this roster isn't complete enough yet, guys. It's, it is what it is. We got some talent out there. Don't get me wrong. Hey, uh, but this hey, roster hey, is hey, the yeah, year. Yeah, the year excuse doesn't yeah. work anymore because yeah. we're Transfer sitting here portal, talking about Colorado. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're there. We're building it up, but it's still not where it needs you. Again, you got to supplement with the transfer portal and not build you do, your but roster. But you also, as a staff, you got to play to your kids' strength and going for it. I mean, Coach, you're 0 for 4 on the one yard not, line going well, from the gun with here, Daniels. Play, trust not, me, I mean, line up and pick up a yard, man. Hey, we're the third year, and we're not, we're started the third year with Josh Hypo, and we're not bitching about Bush Jones no more, brother. Like, mm. you got to have exactly. a cat that comes. Yeah, no, and Hypo's next the roster in a year and a half, brother. So you can't year. point back four years to Ed Orgeron after he won your national championship. That's just taking the cop out. I mean, I, I have a feeling LSU's going to look a little bit different on offense come, you know, this Saturday. I mean, it, it's one of those games where you go in there and be like, shit, fellas, this didn't work. Why do we think that was a good idea in the game plan? I mean, they're going to throw some wrinkles in there, and it's, it's going to look a little different. I mean, just because you think in the offseason, hey, our offense is going to be deadly like this. Or, I mean, the same applies for defense. You think something's going to work, and then you actually see the kids going live, going against different competition. I mean, you might like, oh, shit, we thought that was good. No, yeah. no, no, we're going to stick with this. It don't matter what level level you're at, though. you got to let your cats go. Yeah. Perkins is a cat. Jane Daniels is a cat. And the ball needs to be in Daniels' hands. He's got to do the things right. And then Perkins has got to be let off the leash. Oh, yeah, LSU's got tons of talent. They're yep. going to be fine, man. They are. It's, they're hey, going to be don't, fine. Overreaction. Don't, don't think that I'm through putting through. Don't think that I'm putting everything on Coach O. And, again, I'm just saying to, to 
to what I what I'm saying. I thought you weren't living in I, the past, Court. We're talking about 2019. Come on. Hey, was Ed O handing out McDonald's bags full of cash like Pruitt? I mean, come on now. He probably was, and he actually probably did it in Knoxville. No doubt about it. I know, I know he was doing it here. <laughs> they, they, were, they were Whataburger. Whataburger it was, it was Kane's bags down yeah, here. Kane's, even better. Even better. All right, uh, let's uh, let's slide on, get into uh, some other SEC games. Of course, uh, the Big Orange in, in Nash Vegas over the weekend against Virginia. 28-point uh, favorites. They cover. They get the win. And uh, Wes, do you end up going, Wes? You did end up going Dude. to Tennessee? Man, I got to sit in a suite That's a what box. I thought. So, all right, so eyeball test. G- give it to me on the balls. Defense surprised me. Defense, the front no four, the front four, and I know ACC or uh, I'm sorry, Virginia's at the bottom of the ACC. God rest, uh, God help them. They had, they've had so much adversity, you know, as a group that they've been through, and I do not envy what they've been through. So they, they are, that played what they missed their last two games of last year. They're just not getting back on their feet. But man, and, and, you know, there was a few Virginia guys in the box with us, and they were just talking about how. The offensive line and defensive line were just absolutely kicking their, you know, Virginia's ass, and it showed. I mean, you can see penetration from the defensive line. That And to me, that's me being a defensive guy, that that tickles me to death. Now, secondary still up in the air. We'll be up in there. I thought linebackers played well. Uh, linebacker, we got a BYU is going to be out for Please a while. that a little bit. But, you know, so it that, that's going to hurt. But you, Beasley's, Aaron Beasley's still all SEC linebacker. Uh, I thought um, Herring, Elijah Herring, older brother Caleb, he had a heck of a game. James um, Pierce is the one to remember. James I Pierce think he's got an opportunity dirt. to be the Harold Perkins type yeah, of sure. t- the Tennessee defense. And believe me, now it's going to open the door for Arian Carter. Yeah. The stud freshman that's going to come in and be able to make some plays right there. Um, that was the thing that stood out to me too, Wes, honestly, was the defensive line, man. You look at the versatility of uh, Tyler Barron being able to play from a three all the way down to a nine. Yep. You know, we get in pass rush yards. He come in inside, and then we let James Pierce go loose on the outside. Man, it was fun to watch. And running backs. Running backs. three running yep. backs that can go, which is it's exciting to watch. Probably one of the best rooms in the country, honestly, when you go through and through because you throw Cam Seldon, the freshman that's in there. I mean, it's it's the depth is there. Yeah. The, it was it was a fun Coach, day. Can I say a little bit about this game? Yeah, yes. go right go for it. I, I want to start with one thing, man, and this is, and I wanted to say it before. Let's give a, I mean, let's just give a shout out to my boy Mike Hollins. You know, you know the guy he from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, went to UVA to play, and 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 was in that tragic accident. Yep. Like, yeah, it was in that tragic accident last year. I mean, he went to campus right here at U High on the campus of LSU. How he got away, I don't know. Um, but goes through that tragedy and then leads the team out the tunnel and comes back to play. You know, just a few yeah, months later. Cool so yeah, just give was, a shout out. To it was him, an emotional. You know, it was emotional, it was. man. Like they, they had several uh, tributes, and man, you could hear a pin drop in that stadium. It was. Yeah. And that's, it tough, was that, that's tough on the kids, man. Unbelievable, man. I, yeah, I can't imagine what sure. the Virginia program went through and those kids. Well, I know they're. And good. I can tell you one thing about Joe Milton, and who he reminds me of a little bit more athletic is Jamarcus Russell. That kid can flat out spin it. He can spin it. And I know y'all are high on – I wasn't very high on that guy, but, oh, my goodness. Well, thank God Cord finally went. <laughs> well, now we can finally talk. Can we get a – what we were talking about here. Hey, can you Cord, hear me? Yeah, yeah that, oh, that's on me, Cord. I had, I had a Bluetooth open Sheesh. up, and, uh, and it took you did, away. My did apologies. We lose, did, Control, did y'all hear anything delete. I said? Uh, Going tra- back to Joe. He's talking about Joe. Joe Milton yeah. looks like uh, Marcus Russell. Oh, absolutely. Kid, Duke can flat out spin it, man. I, 
I, I think Tennessee, and God, I hate to even say this. That's a dark horse in in that East, man. Uh, the, the year after, I mean, it's, it's the quarterback the year after the. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get really that, that, man, he's, get, he's getting choked up. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was fun. That was fun to watch. For sure. I, I, and, uh, I, mean, I think uh, I took Tennessee. And I think you know one of the one of the things that impressed me the most about Joe is you know we come out hop old man we run our offense we're tempo tempo we establish the run. Um, one of the most impressive things about Joe to me is he does not turn the ball over. I think he's had you know 170, 475 you know pass attempts going back since he's been at Tennessee. He does not have turnovers. Shit, man. what he defensive backs wants to step in front of that and try to catch it, man? They're going to take a finger off. Yeah, and you know he had he, his stats would have been padded a lot more. You know he threw the ball, uh, the one that Keaton that Keaton dropped. You know yeah. he, he let that fly from the left hash from the twenty all the way to the right hash on the opposite twenty five. Hit him in the hands. That was a good ball. The what? one that was right in the end zone that was about an inch out to Brew. You know that was a beautiful, beautifully placed ball. Well, we had um, a, a couple drives early where uh, we kind of seemed to we didn't quite get going. Was it the second and third drive? You know, yeah. and it's it's kind of slowed it down a little bit. Yeah, you see yeah. when they came out with that tempo and yeah, went down the field? Yeah. And, I mean, they, they got the run game going, ran him a couple times, and then it seemed like he kind of settled down. I mean, you, you, you got to realize, I mean, it, he went from starter to not starter to starter, and now, I mean, it's, uh, it's a head game with him. But, you know, it was nice to see him settle down, make those passes when he needed to. I mean, it was, it was a good showing. Yeah. He, you know, he took a little bit out of Hendon Hooker's playbook last year. Hendon was so great about being able to go through two or three progressions then pull that ball down when he sees green grass and take off. You know, yeah. there in that second and third possession, he pulled that ball down, checked two guys off, and crossed the 50, picked up 15, 20 yards right there. And then um, had, had the protection with the O-line. Sure. We didn't know how they were going to be. Yep. And, and one thing that I noticed, and, I, and I'll shut up, but – one thing that's so tough, and being a defensive, former defensive lineman, I get how tough it is. We just get, we run the ball, we run the ball, quick throw, run the ball, run the ball, just super duper yeah. quick. Tempo, tempo. And even Jalen, Jabari, Dylan, Sampson, they're all tapping. Yep. And they're, you know, and so when when they finally let them sub, so one running back will come off the field, and there'll be eight defensive players come off the field. Yep. And yes. there's several times where they couldn't get in a stance. Virginia they're so tired. I mean, it's not and, it's not as tough for an offensive lineman because yeah, you're making blocks, you're running the field, but defense, you're you're you're, uh, you're trailing, you're trying to make man. a tackle, man. It was so, hot. It was you know playing on turf out there that exemplifies the heat. I used it's, to love going. It's something else to watch. All right. Um, uh, elsewhere, we had of course Bama one over Middle, Vandy two and zero, fellas. Hey, two and zero. It's Vandy. Two and zero, baby. Come on, uh, Georgia. Uh, over UT Martin. Yeah, it was okay. Nah. It was okay. Um, North Carolina, of course, defeated South Carolina. So, um, hey, we got uh, we got our special features. Wes's Cat of the Week. The Do What We Do with Trev. Sweet Talking with Papa Sweet. And Cut the Cord all coming up next. You don't want to go anywhere. This is the Southern Roots Football Show on Southern Roots Radio. Back after this. Thank God football is back, right? Hey, this is JP, host of the Southern Roots Football Show. Sometimes the hardest decision is which game to watch. Well, at Society American Oshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg, you don't have to worry about that with enough TVs to watch your favorite team wherever they're playing. Now the hardest decision is what to eat and drink. The Society's got you covered there, too. And when the game's over, just turn your chair around and take in the best live music in the area. Sports, food, music. 
the best of American Noshery, all in one place. Society American Noshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. Rooted in Americana, Southern Roots Radio showcases the songs, sound, and lifestyle that is uniquely Southern. Southern Roots Radio features the Mealtown sound that connects the storytelling and twang from classic music road, the grit and blues from Beale Street, and the rhythm and soul coming out of the Singing River in Muscle Shoals. In addition to the music and local artists, Southern Roots Radio will highlight lifestyle programs from food, culture, and even sports. Visit southernrootsradio.com to hear the sound and find out how you can listen on your mobile device. Based in Milltown, digging roots across the country and beyond. Southern Roots Radio. Come on in and stay a while. Southern Roots Football Show, broadcasting from the Larchburg Golf and Country Club this week. We'll be back at Society American Nashery for week three, so be sure and come join us uh, Wednesday night around 7 o'clock at Society American Nashery, located on the downtown square in Larchburg. All the best of American Nashery in one place. Sweet, you know what all's in uh, Nashery? Bro. You get food, music, and sports. Hey, you're talking about that guy. You have me a food. All the best of American Noshery in one place. Court knows all about that. Court knows all about the Nosh down in Baton Rouge. Uh, we welcome you back in, and uh, hey, we uh, appreciate you hanging out with us here on uh, Southern Roots Football Show. Jack, uh, Trev, uh, we got Wes, we got Big Sweet, and we've got the Cord Raging Cajun down in Baton Rouge as well. Sorry, Cord. He, he, he gets Sorry. sad till they get a W, right? But you, but you know what? You know what, Court? You know when you send us a picture of your buddies, aka buddies, <laughs> photoshopping your head on the on the Louisiana head coach. You're just asking. You're just asking to bring it up another week. So so there you go. That's, that's Louisiana Lafayette. Yeah, that one's on you. Louisiana Lafayette. That one's on you. All right. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Hey, guys, we got a fun segment coming up. we got uh, Wes's Cat of the Week, the Do What We Do with Trev. That's right, a new feature there. Uh, Sweet Talking with Papa Sweet and Cut the Cord as well. All of that coming up, and we've got uh, new intros uh, for these. Um, so let me find my way here. There we go. All right. Uh, all right, Wes, are you, you ready to, to lead us off here in this uh, Hell, segment? yeah, this is easy for me. All right, here's uh, Wes's Cat of the Week. It wasn't me. It was Jinx. Fucker, I'm not going to tell you again. Jinx cannot flush the toilet. He's a cat, for Christ's sakes. Yes, he is a cat. So, Wes, who is your cat? My cat, for Christ's sakes, is Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes. There's a few guys we'll point out, but we talk about we talk about the ultimate motivator. We talk about building a culture. We talk about flipping a roster in a short amount of period of time and seeing what he's done and this may be an overreaction. We'll find out. But what he did in week one going to TCU and not only covering the spread, a 20-point spread, his, his pregame speech, man, is second to none. You're talking about sending we've, – we've all heard it. We've all talked about it. You're talking about making your skin crawl. Like that set the tone for these kids. You're talking about buy-in. What's your – what is it, Trevor? 
It's oversell, oversell it, it overbelieve it, overachieve it. You damn skippy. And that's, that's what this guy's got going. And these kids will run through a f***ing brick wall. Yep. And hell, I would too right now and for you him. Know, hell, it got me damn juiced up. He does it day in, day out. It's not just locker room talk. Hey. He does it day in, day out, preaches it every day. We, we, we need to play this before every show. You ready to hear this? I'm ready to hear it. Let's man. go. I am too. Let's go. But he's been holding it. Because it's not about them. This is about us. This has nothing to do with the team that's opposing us. This is about us. This ain't got nothing to do with the naysayers, the, the unbelievers, the haters, the doubters. This is about us. When we started this journey, we told you it was going to be trying. It was going to be tough. But you endure it because it's about us. That man next to you is a miracle. That man next to you is a believer. That man next to you is a go-getter. That man next to you is a dog. That man next to you is somebody who wants this thing. That man next to you is somebody who believes. That man next to you is somebody that got to have it today. We ain't got tomorrow. We got now. We ain't got next. We got now. We ain't coming no more. Yeah, you go, Wes. I'm telling you, wow. I got f***ing chills. Mm. Like, Randy's hot, here we come. That's some Hollywood shit right there, boys. <laughs> like, he, he's had that shit built up, and he, he has had that that moment and that speech ready, and the kids responded, and it showed. I mean, my other two cats, Sanders, his son, the quarterback, Shadour. Come Shador. on, Shador. 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 Mm-hmm. 510 yards, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. passing the ball, four touchdowns. Travis fucking Hunter playing 144 snaps. Can he sustain that? Game. Can he sustain this, dude? I mean, if you, I don't know. Court, court, I, court, I don't you could do man. it in that in that in that Texas heat, right? I mean, you could do it anywhere. Exactly, I mean, yeah. dude. I, I I kept saying there was no way he could sustain it in that game, <laughs> and he did it. It's unreal. And still talk shit the entire game. Talk shit in the locker room after. At, the kids built to something different. I mean, he is. The, he is. That's what we were talking about. You got to, you got, he's got, somebody's got to show me that he can't do it before I say he can't. Well, I'm he, not going to doubt him, his coach, or the rest of that team the rest of the year. They were dogging him pregame, that whole student section right there with that camera pan to him. And then they had that yeah. mesh concept TCU did down there on the goal line. And he, he came out of nowhere and picked Leaping that rail catch. off and just stood coach, there and, that, and said, yeah, I'm him. Looked, I'm him. <laughs> I mean, man. He, that, he, he made that pick look easy. He did. And plus, uh, like, the the letter system Dion's using the, the L's. It, the, it's L's for leaders. Yeah. He don't believe in captains. I think it's L's for leaders and, and D's, D's for, for dogs, dogs. Man, I love it too. And yeah. he's he's you get he upgraded. He's got a lot of dogs. You get upgraded from a cat to a dog. Yeah, there we go. Dogs and that's, that's a fact. <laughs> you sell it to these damn kids and look out, man. They're gonna be fun to watch. Yep. Whether they go one and ten from here on out, or fucking eleven and zero. I mean, they're. Or, you know, whatever they do, they're going. Everybody's going to be tuning in because of what he has done at that program. In one game, in, in such one a game. short turnaround. Yep. From what did they go last year? There's dog one and ten. Dog shit. Reason why yeah. he's here, and yeah. he has done this in his first game. Cat of the week. Well, Colorado Buffaloes. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, so much so that uh, hell, it's in our pick six. Smartest thing I've ever heard you say. We'll yeah. find out. Smartest thing. There we go. Did you hear that, Wes? with a nice compliment. All right, uh, so that's Wes's Cat of the Week, uh, Deion Sanders, Shakur, and Travis Hunter as well, uh, and rightfully so. All right, uh, Trev, let's do what we do. I kept saying, do what we do, do what we do, do what we do, 
That's why you do what we do. That's why you do what you do. You keep doing what you do. You do what you do. Do what you do. Do what we do. Trust it. That's right. I trust it. That's that's the key. Mm-hmm. Listen, I was leaning towards the Colorado Buffaloes and Dion okay. doing what we do, but I'm gonna keep it close to home with Tennessee. Tennessee's offense and Heupel. He knows what he wants to do. He preaches it every day. We're gonna come out. We're gonna do what we do, and that's exactly what they did. They came out. They came out with tempo. They established the run game. They took shots downfield. And they took care of the football. It was it was very impressive. We've already hit on it enough right now, but man, I hope it's not the last time we call them out on this segment because it's fun to watch. All right, we're gonna have to keep it running tabs on this uh, Tennessee offense for the do what we do this year. Hey, I, I just want to, I want to. I was leaning towards the bus, ain't gonna lie, but I wasn't gonna steal West Thunder right there. John, I'm gonna say it's gonna be 12 or 13 of them. <laughs> I, I, I want to give a shout out to John Campbell, the Man. offensive lineman. Dro- look here, we're sitting, we're sitting in my, in my seat, and I just see this big dude just dogging this Virginia linebacker, dogging, dogging, dogging. I'm like, holy. F- was he going to stop? He stops in the tunnel. He dumps oh, wow. him on the concrete. Man. Takes some soccer. Yeah. I'm it's impressive. You, that is. All right. You get a D. You're a dog. Nah, you got him <laughs> And he, dude starts swinging on him. He gets up, jogs off the field because we scored on that play. Takes him forever because he's fat ass. Bro, that is so. That's that got to be so demoralizing, demoralizing to that guy. Oh. Like, like that, what do you do the rest of the He wanted to come off the Shit, field. I thought they were refilming the blind side. He wanted to come off the <laughs> yeah, field. It's exactly. That, that kid kept tapping. The coach was like, no, 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 it's the extra point. So they made his ass sit in the middle of the field. Oh, no. he, he bent over with two hands on his knees, never saw the ball, snapped, kicked. His teammates carried him off the field. Mm, bro. John it's impressive. Campbell. All right. Sorry, I'll shut up now. That shit, my Dude, juices are full. No, I, hey, man, Sanders. keep rolling. Oh, I'm with you. I love <laughs> it. We need to play that before every show. Juiced. Every week. We'll get us rolling. Wes right, has one more in him. Let's go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there, there's the do what we do segment. Now the uh, the popular return of none other than sweet talking. Get ready for the bleep. He stole that fucking line from me. I did do that during my college years. I get in a two point stance. I just freaking hurled right in front of the defender. And that guy looked at me like, bro, really? What the hell's going on out here? Everybody grabbing out there. Get grabbing, everybody. Alright bro, look, they're going to the right. I'm gonna reach it to the left and let's just go this way. You just play the block. He's like, damn bro, yeah, you got it. Let's f- <laughs> You are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. Alright, sweet. Hey, I'm glad I've calmed down now that I've become a father. I mean, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, you know I never know what I'm gonna do on this segment, but you know, I'm you know, late night. I'm just scrolling through Instagram and, like, you know, just videos of post-game press conferences and, you know, little clips are popping up on my Instagram feed. And, and i tell you, one came across that really pissed me off and another one came across and I was like, that's good shit. So the one that pissed me off, you know, is old Beamer Ball in South Carolina. They got drugged to the dirt. Let's be honest. They did not play well. Mm. And Beamer's on there criticizing the chain game mm. and the clock yeah like like come on bro like there, bitch. there's uh, say it again <laughs> bitch chain bitch. game getting sandwiches i, I mean come on. There, come there, on there, there was more things going on in that game than the damn chain game uh, you know crushing your momentum and the clock i mean uh, i got it wrote down right here they had negative two rush uh, rushing yards negative two mm. they had two rushing touchdowns i mean that, that's how freaking bad it was I think the rushing t- touchdowns added up to eight yards. 
I mean, that, that's how much they went back. They had nine sacks, four for 14 on third down, zero for four on freaking fourth down. I mean, get the f*** out of here. <laughs> I mean, you're going to be bitching about the chain gang. Yeah, be, like hey, hey there's, there's your uh, – hey, that goes to your offensive line. That goes to your coaches. That goes to you. Talk Quit to blaming me. everybody else. It is your problem. There you go. You know, sweet, this South Carolina offensive line is certainly not going to make your list next year. They keep this up. Nine sacks, as you mentioned. You know how many North Carolina had last year altogether? The whole season. 17 the whole season. Jeez, they got nine uh, in the first game. Taking over to how take. About, how about Gene Chizik? Get a little little defensive edge to him. But hey, hey, let, let's go to the positive though. Oh, there's there's a positive. I got a positive. Not on Beamer, <laughs> South Carolina, man. I mean, that, that, on that train through and through. I, I mean, don't hold I, back, sweet. I mean, Tell me shit. how you really feel. Hey, I saw a clip, and it is Hugh Freeze dancing on the sideline. Have y'all seen this? I've no. not. I missed right. it. Yeah, yeah, Hugh Freeze is dancing uh, on the sideline at Auburn. Okay. Yeah. All right. Looking like Elvis. And, and, and they, yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, I'm talking about it was piss poor. A player came up, brought him a ball. It was kind of out of context. And then the next part of the clip went to the post-game press conference, and even the, the reporter's like, freeze. Come on, bro. What the <laughs> f*** was that? And, and he's like, hey, we had too many penalties as a group last year. I told him, hey, you get a turnover, you come with me, I'll do whatever f***ing dance you want me to do. I'll make a fool of myself. We're not getting the penalty. And he they, he got an interception, ran over there, and Hugh Freeze, uh, hey, bless his soul, man. He can't dance. He's about like me. But, hey, I, I, I love that shit. I yeah, that was cool as hell. I, mean, that, I that, looked that, that shit up. Yeah, that, that was cool as hell. And, hey, I respect the man for doing that and, you know, doing whatever he can to get the boys excited. There you go. Guys like Unless that. Unless the strip right? club the night before. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. Sorry. Corey, are you ready? After that comment, are you ready? All right. Yes, sir. All right, stand by. Here you go. And that's what I call, I call the eight tools. Ah, they're on D. Oh, this medulla oblongata. All right, Corey. Time to cut it. <laughs> this is shit. <laughs> wow. That's good shit, JP. That's good shit, man. I got, I got, I got a couple things. I want to start with a little funny, and then I'm gonna get into a game that I watched on Sunday night. Uh, but I want to cut the cord with the Ferentz family, whether it be Kirk or his son Brian. They both need to be treated, taken out. I don't care whether they get the sea biscuit treatment and taken out to the field or the old yeller treatment taken out back behind the shed. Wow. The Ferentz boys got to go. They hit, the guy has to, at, I mean, in a contract, and you let it get out that he has to average 25 points a game to keep his job. I mean, did you guys see this? I did. No. See, I thought it was a yeah. joke, to be honest with you. I didn't know it was No, no, it's in his contract. contract. Brian Ferentz, offensive coordinator, Kirk Ferentz's son, yep. has to average 25. He put up 24, 24. against yeah. Utah State. Okay. That's one. That was just a – now let's get to the one that – it's going to bother me. And, Trev, you said something earlier, and this shit has bothered me since the spread has come in to it, and it really affected me this weekend. If it's come third on, down, second down, fourth down, first down, fifth down, sixth down, negative down, I don't give a shit. If it's short yardage, get your ass under center and play big boy football and, and say, do, I, my guys are better than you, and I'm going to either get this first down I'm going to get this touchdown. I'm going to do what we have to do, as Trev says. It, it just it baffles my mind 
my Tigers are in the red zone and in the uh, within the five four yards on the first and s- or four plays on the first one yard I'm hot I'm sorry and six inside the <laughs> five hey, and we still sh- I mean it's, it's, it's fourth it's fourth and half a yard <laughs> and we're in f-ing shotgun so now it's fourth and seven it makes zero sense and it's not just my Tigers they do it throughout football. Yep. Right, and and it's just it's mind blowing. And don't tell me you don't have time to let these guys learn how to get a snap. They're the f-ing best athletes on the earth. If you can't get a snap, go play DB because your hands are made of f-ing brick. Speaking of DB, every single DB in the locker room, in the football operations room, write DBU on a piece of paper, fold it up, lock it up, and put it away because right now. LSU, we are not DBU. Our DBs from the past, your Tyron Matthews, your Corey Websters, your Pat Pease, your LaRon Landry's, all those guys that built this, they're embarrassed of what we watch. I watched Keon Coleman. I don't know if y'all have seen this clip, but I was texting about it in the game. But it's all over Twitter. Keon Coleman sees a matchup, waves to his sideline, points at our DB. Guess what happens the next play? 21-yard jump ball, Keon Coleman touchdown, 14-14. It, it, it was, it was mind-blowing, and I said it last week. I have to see our DBs play, and, and unless, unless Denver Harris murdered somebody, Coach, he better be on the field the next 11 weeks. Deuce Chestnut, go Chestnuts roast on a damn open fire somewhere because what you did last week was absolutely – you were burnt. And, and, JP, you're going to have to cut me off, and we're going to have to move on because I'm hot right now, and I said I wasn't going to be hot. But, man, it just – I'm – what I saw this past weekend was, was mind-blowing, mind-boggling, and I haven't seen a game like that since January. And Dang, Court, I liked everything you were saying until you started talking about defensive backs. Man, that was good stuff. Through and through. Pound the Uh, f***ing rock. Can can LSU lose every week so we can get that out of Court? Oh, man. No, God, for Court's sanity, (laughs) I hope not. Yes. Coach, I wouldn't be here. He's trying to make up the mortgage payment they put down on the bed on LSU. Hey, and it's one damn week, man. It's one yeah, damn week. I know, I know it's Absolutely. frustrating. I know it's frustrating. They're going to fix you. There's too much talent down there in Baton Rouge. Way too much. They're going to be all right. A lot of backs. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not jumping off a cliff and the sky's not falling. But, I mean, I just I got to say what I got to say. Your yeah. words. You're standing on the edge for sure, though. <laughs> I mean, you're looking down at it. Oh, man. It might be the brown water talk. That was, yeah, that was good. Well, you know, it's, um, you know, Bobby Boucher and the boys down there. The water boy went to the Bourbon Bowl. They won the Bourbon Bowl. So. JP, that was great. There you man. go, Gord. Uh, just for you, my friend. All right, uh, stay with us. Hey, we got our pick six coming up, our trip travel to Alumniville, and much more. It's coming up, Southern Roots Football Show. So the Roots Radio. Thank God football is back, right? Hey, this is JP, host of the Southern Roots Football Show. Sometimes the hardest decision is which game to watch. Well, at Society American Oshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg, you don't have to worry about that. With enough TVs to watch your favorite team wherever they're playing. Now the hardest decision is what to eat and drink. The Society's got you covered there, too. And when the game's over, just turn your chair around and take in the best live music in the area. Sports, food, music, the best of American Noshery, all in one place. Society American Noshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. Rooted in Americana, 
Southern Roots Radio showcases the songs, sound, and lifestyle that is uniquely Southern. Southern Roots Radio features the Mealtown sound that connects the storytelling and twang from classic music row, the grit and blues from Beale Street, and the rhythm and soul coming out of the Singing River in Muscle Shoals. In addition to the music and local artists, Southern Roots Radio will highlight lifestyle programs from food, culture, and even sports. Visit southernrootsradio.com to hear the sound and find out how you can listen on your mobile device. Based in Milltown, digging roots across the country and beyond. Southern Roots Radio. Come on in and stay while. Southern Roots Football Show. It um, court hasn't kicked us off, so that's good. Uh, welcome back, Jack, uh, Trev, Wes, Sweet, uh, and Cord uh, down in Baton Rouge, and uh, we got a big segment still to come. We got our pick six on the way, and our group of five selections as well for those of you that like to uh, do the wagering thing uh, officially. Uh, we got some group of five. Uh, picks from the guys that do it every week. The group of five guys. Find them on social media at group of five guys. And they're live every Saturday now at a campus near you. This Saturday, they're going to be at Conway, South Carolina for Coastal Carolina. That's a pretty good trip right there. Yeah, yeah. so they're, uh, they're doing it upright. This is brought to you by Southern Roots in their Pick 6 segment on Southern Roots Radio. Download the Southern Roots app for free uh, wherever you get your music and your apps. Lock of the week, Liberty, minus 10.5 versus New Mexico State. Underdog of the week, we saw him live this past Saturday. Tulane at home hosting Ole Miss. I will say this, what I'm a little nervous about is I think there's going to be a lot of Ole Miss fans in that stadium because we saw a lot of Ole Miss flags around New Orleans when we were there. Um, but I'm hoping that the Tulane faithful can drown that out. And I'm just hoping Michael Pratt can show up like he did. Um, but they are plus 250 money line, and I think they're seven-point underdogs at home. Everybody loves a good home dog, Jeff. I love a good home dog, and I think this is the game that if he's not already on the map, he should be, that Michael Pratt shows the world he's a Heisman candidate and they beat on this at home. And this next one on our over under, I think this is I think this is maybe the most for sure thing, which means probably don't take it. Um, Ohio at FAU under 61 and a half. Um, it looks like Rourke is gonna be out again. And Ohio's offense is just not not very good without Curtis Rourke. So quick look back at last week, week one in our pick six. Wes, six and one. Hey. With the extra pick six and one for Wes last week. Uh, Sweet Boy. in second at four and three. Trev and yours truly at three and four each, and then Cord at one and six. Shit. And, and, it, <laughs> and it wasn't JP, even the I one. I took that, the anchor down thing for real. Yeah, and, it, and it wasn't even the one that you really wanted. See, that's the sad no. part. You know, it's one and six if you if your if your team had won, but it wasn't even that one. So anyway, all right. Hey, it's early. We got plenty of room uh, to get to. All right. Uh, hey, let's uh, let's take a trip to Alumniville, and we are going to start. We got uh, this one right here. UT Martin, the Fighting Skyhawks, uh, Papa Sweet. 
are going to be at home, home opener against Missouri State, Saturday night, 6 o'clock on ESPN+. Hey, poor Martin, man. They, I felt like the first half they actually came out pretty well against Georgia, held off for a little bit. It was almost, uh, what, 14 nothing at halftime. And, uh, you know, I, I think Georgia might have got uh, a little butt-chewing at, you know, at the halftime intermission because <laughs> they came out and just dogged everybody. But, you know, it seemed like the defense held up. You know, we got a, hey, we lost, I think, 14 all OVC players last year. I mean, it's a brand-new team, and I'm excited to see what they got. We got Missouri State. We beat them in the playoffs two years ago, and now we lost to them last year. So I guess it's the rubber match. Hey, it's at home. Hell, I don't know anything about Missouri State, so f it. We'll take UT Martin. There you go. That's what you should do. All right. Uh, we'll head to uh, the Blue Raiders coming off their trip to Tuscaloosa. Uh, and, um, you know, whether you like the Crimson Tide or not, uh, a fantastic environment at Bryant Denny Stadium. Really cool. And, by the way, uh, you know, we lost Jimmy Buffett over the weekend on Saturday, actually overnight into Saturday, and they played uh, Margaritaville uh, late in the game. The whole state, 90,000 nice. people yeah, singing awesome. Margaritaville. That was that was a cool moment. Um, all right, uh, MTSU, uh, they stay in the SEC. They travel to uh, Mizzou and Como, take on the Missouri Tigers, 6 o'clock SEC Network, plus Missouri 20-and-a-half-point favorites. I like middle to do a little bit better. Uh, Trev than uh, they did against uh, Alabama. They've beaten Missouri before, by the way. They have. No, I expect to come out and give a good show. Yeah. I like that line. I'll tell yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, I would take that for sure. All right, uh, we slide on to our next alumni, and we're going to uh, Rocky Top as uh, the Vols welcome Austin P from Clarksville, 4 o'clock Central, 5 Knoxville time, SEC Plus. Coming off the win in Nashville against Virginia West, and uh, the boys get the governors. What do you want to see Saturday? Uh, boys stay healthy. You know, run the football, stay healthy. Everything leading up to what we're doing now is the following week at Gainesville. So we'll see. Just stay healthy and get after it, and let's game plan for two weeks from now. And, and piss on Austin P. Nobody cares about them. We used to stay out Wednesday and Thursday night late. There and still, you go. Still whoop that ass. Piss so on them. Piss, piss on, on P. Them. Piss on P. Piss on Austin That was, that was uh, intentional, right? Uh, you know, I, I would like to say I did, but no. I own it, baby. Own it. Come on. Come on. There we go. And uh, we've got one more alumniville, if I can find it. Here we go. There we go. We traveled back to Fire me up. Let's go. Yes. Uh, lift the beautiful. spirits of, uh, of one chord as uh, you boys get grambling uh, at home, the home opener. Saturday, let's see, we've got Saturday 6.30, so a night game at Tiger Stadium. So uh, time for uh, to get all that frustra frustration out at the tailgate uh, scene. A lot of brown water Saturday night. Should be a fun one, uh, Court. You going? Court, you, you're probably Absolutely. working. Absolutely. You working or are you going? I'll, I'll, I'll be up there. A little bit of both. A little okay. bit of both. I, uh, I do. I get to <laughs> – I, I, that's that's my, my work is 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 Tiger Stadium. I was I yep. was in there today. Matter of fact, uh, the, the, I can tell you there's there's plenty of cold beer in Tiger Stadium <laughs> stocked up right now. Um, man, I just want to see a few things this weekend, and you know I, I want to see it before the. Obviously, we would see all these things, but I want to see the thing before the score gets out of hand. I want to see uh, a couple changes on the O line. Let's you know let's I, and I talked to uh, Sweet about it last week. I want to see our right tackle move down to right guard and put the freshman in at right tackle. See what he's got. 
we could get no push up front last week. I'd, I'd like to see Kyron Lacey, who had a few drops, replaced by Chris Hilton Jr., who's an All-American track star. Um, just a few things like that, and the Tigers uh, have an easy victory on Saturday. Get ready to make that uh, <laughs> that trip up to everybody's least favorite town in the SEC, Starkville, Mississippi. <laughs> There you go. Hey, or Ryan, hit, hit the post, by the way, on the music. Well done. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, that's not what I wanted. Here we go. Hold on. There yeah, we, we don't need any more of me. Yep. All right, uh, <laughs> guys, it's time for the pick six. I got a lot of buttons over here that I'm uh, I'm pushing. So, all right, uh, hey, we got uh, six games this week, five including SEC teams, and all of them are going to be on Saturday. So we start after the primetime win for the Buffaloes of Colorado. They are back home in Boulder, and they welcome Nebraska, the red end game, the red letter game, as they call it. And it is three-and-a-half point favorites for the Buffaloes. How about this? This game started as a 10-plus point spread in favor of Nebraska before the season. All right? So this one game has flipped this to a Colorado favorite, three and a half, 11 a.m. Fox, Gus Johnson, and company will be on the call. That should be fun. Um, Wes, no stranger to this phrase, you have the tee box, my friend. But this used to be an old school rivalry, man. Yes. Like when I was a kid growing up, I fucking loved this game. Yeah. But used after, to play it on Friday of Thanksgiving, yep. right? So after what Prime and them did this past week, this, this is gonna be the best home atmosphere Colorado's had in 25 years. I'm not going to doubt Prime. I'm going to ride the train from this last week and go with the Buffaloes. All right. And on. I hope we have one fire ass pregame speech like he did <laughs> this past week. There you go. All right. Uh, uh, Sweet, you are sitting to uh, his left, so you are next. So you like the Buffs or the Huskers? Hey, that, that altitude in Colorado is no uh-huh. joke, man. You know, it, that always plays somewhat of a factor i i like to think dion still has a point to prove like hey we just came back you know no everybody doubted us we just pulled this one out you know you'd like to see colorado if they ain't score early get nebraska you know trying to spread the field a little bit they're gonna put them in a really bind because they can't do that they you know they, they seem to be still old school nebraska they want to pound the rock a little bit with matt rule but uh, taking colorado how can you not there you go. All right, sweet going with uh, the Buffaloes of Colorado. All right, Cord, who you like, uh, Colorado or Nebraska? I mean, at this point, aren't you a fool if you go against the Buffs? Yeah. And I've, I've been called worse, so let's go with the Buffs. <laughs> Cord, straight to the point. I, hey, I'm with you, though, Cord. I mean, how could you not buy in? You know, I thought that they might cover. I was like, I'll take a flyer on Dion. He did well at Jackson State. You know, people underestimated, and he continued to, to prove himself. They – totally proved themselves three and a half is almost a pick them so even if they falter a little bit i still think uh, that they're gonna win but i tell you what i'm not sold on it but but how could you not go with them i'm going with the buffaloes trev i'm coming in right behind you guys listen you, you said it It started at what plus ten and a half nebraska 10, yeah. started went down on by sunday it was minus one colorado I seen something on Twitter the other day that uh, there's more money on this game mm. than all week one God. spreads for the NFL combined. That's man. how many people believe in Dion right now. Um, can I, I change my pick? <laughs> <laughs> We're just going into it, looking at it too. Hey, the cheapest ticket you can find right now in Boulder is $400 in the nosebleeds. Wow. That place is going to be electric, man. I'm awesome. riding with the bus too. All right, so we're all buying into primetime. Again, 11 a.m. Central on Fox. Uh, that is, by the way, that's a 
10 a.m. local time, mountain time. Wow. Breakfast with the Buffaloes. There you go. Eggs and eggs. That's, That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of breakfast, we've got breakfast with the Commodores, and we do mean breakfast. This is a 10 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Winston-Salem time as the Commodores, 2-0 Commodores, travel to Wake Forest, 1-0. And uh, Wake Forest, a 10-and-a-half point favorite of this one at home. All right, uh, Sweet, you kick us off on this one. Wake, minus 10-and-a-half. Uh, you know, I really didn't know – Neither one's played a really high-quality opponent right now, and, it, you know, it, it's it's a toss-up right now. But th- then I saw, hey, Wake Forest played on Thursday, you know, a couple extra days to prepare. I, I, I like that, so I'm going to take Wake Forest in this. All right. So, Sweetie going with the Demon Deacons. Um, it's to me uh, – no, actually, Court, I'm sorry, you're next. Who you, who you got? Ten and a half uh, for Wake at home. So you're telling me college game day is still going to be going on by the time this game kicks yes, off? Yes, I know, right? Come on, let's give let's give Vandy a little more respect. It's on the ACC on, network. They're, on. I don't know why they're doing. They're going yeah, an hour early than everybody else. Yeah. They did it, they did it last week. They did it last year. Did they? Two or three times. Yeah. I, I, so anyway. And as much as I dislike the Demon Deacons after the ass whooping we put on them a couple months ago in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. I'm going to have to go with Wake Forest in this Going one. with Wake Sorry, Forest. Sorry, That's okay. That's all right. Um, you know, my, Com- my Commodores, my Commodores 2-0 coming in here. Of course, of course, I'm going with the Commodores. How could I not go with the Commodores? Uh, McCown, your cat of the week uh, from week one, Wes, um, looked pretty good uh, last week as well. Had uh, nearly broke another one. Dude's a speedster. Yes. I think they're they're, they're starting to get a little confidence. I, I don't you know Vandy's a slow progression. I think they cover. I think they cover. They Trevor. just got to put it together, JP, and that's what I'm struggling with against a team like Wake. That's going to spread the field out a little bit. Sorry, you guys no, all pick no, them. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get one on, the, on the field. Hey, I've got Wake down here at minus ten and a half. That's who <laughs> I was going with, and I heard Cord pick them, and I look at what Cord did last yep. week, and I'm very tempted <laughs> to go after down right fade, but fade, hey, I, I'm fade. Going, I'm going to stay with the Demon Dinkins. Give me Wake. Okay. Minus two. All right. There you go. All right, Wes Healy. I'm, go- I'm going to go with you, JP. There I'm going to say with feet, McGowan kid, mm-hmm. and let's f***ing go, man. I don't know. I I think Clark Lee needs one of those games. Yep. And I think I think they'll keep it close. Have a look. Call me crazy. I talked to Ben. talked to Ben Wright this morning. Mm-hmm. He feels He's good about it. He's feeling good about it. So I was like, you know All what? Right. I'm rolling with the doors. There you go. All right. Uh, there you go. All right. Uh, we head next out to Berkeley, California, as the Auburn Tigers head west to take on the Cal Bears. It is Saturday night, 930 Central on ESPN. Auburn favored, by the way, six and a half points as they head to California. Uh, Pac-12 uh, undefeated in week one, Cord, but um, the Tigers are favoring this one. He like. I can tell you right now, I don't like Auburn, like ever, for anything. So give me the Bears. <laughs> Great the spite pick by Cord. <laughs> ah, the spite pick by like Cord. I we'll have a lot of that this year. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, you know, I think Cal comes back to earth and um, Hugh Freeze, I think, uh, I don't know. I just, you know, we're going to go with him. Touchdown, I think a touchdown late does it, so I'm going with the uh, Auburn Tigers, Trev. Yeah, I think I'm going to roll. This is a tough game because it's on the West Coast. It's 930. The boys are traveling over there. Um, It'll be a good crowd for Cal, but it's Cal back. 
My thing is, I think Hugh gets the offense rolling. They're going to be able to score points. They're going to be able to spread the field. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's going to be tough for Cal to do what they do and keep up with Auburn. I'm going to take Auburn. Do what they do. It's going to be tough. Wes? Played out there my sophomore year, and it was yes, a rowdy did. atmosphere. The travel gets to you. I, but I still believe that I, I'm, I'm going to believe in hey, the Hugh Cal, Freeze. Cal doesn't have the cats that that, that Cal know. team had that year. It, Sean Jackson, no, those boys. No, Sean Jackson's not walking through. They that. can fucking go. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna believe in Hugh Freeze. What he's got going on so far. I, I think the the fan base, the kids are excited about him. I think Auburn covers. Okay, sweet. Wrap us up. Hey, you know Auburn has the better team on paper, but I, I can see this being a very tight game. So I'm gonna take California on this. Okay. Let's go, sweet. Oh. Here we go. Did I pick with Corey? <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. All right. Let's our, go, Corey. Our, our Let's next game, we're, we head to South Beach in Miami. Round two as they take on 23rd ranked Texas A&M. The Aggies 1-0. Both teams 1-0. Texas A&M, though, comes in as a four-point favorite in this one uh, at Miami. Cord, lead us off on this one. Miami uh, getting four points at home with A&M as the favorite. Damn, I've never hit lead off in my life, and you got me two in a row. Let's go. Did I hit you two in a row? Uh, oh, yeah. You did, but you it's did. okay. Oh, I, I'll, I'll start. Hey, no, I'll start. No, 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 Thank you. Keep me honest, though. I appreciate it. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm going to be quick. I like the Aggies and the SEC, and and I think um, Bobby Petrino gets that offense figured out. How about that? How about that? Trev? I'm going to roll with you, brother. I think four's low right there. I'm yeah. not bought back in on Miami yet. No. A&M has a lot of cats. I, I, I they saw, got some I saw depth. Miami they last got year some person, guys yeah. that can go. And four's low. Four mm-hmm. is really low. I'm taking A&M. There you go, Trev. All right, Wes. Is it true Miami is selling buy one, get one? Did you see that shit on Twitter? So you could buy a ticket to this game Saturday. Just straight up. Yes, and get one for another game in the future. I I can't take any program seriously that does that shit, even though Miami's proud of their heritage. They've got to get a stadium. They've got to get a stadium. I think Texas A&M goes on there and wins pretty handily. There's a few things to do in Miami. Yeah, that's true. That, that's the problem. All right, sweet. Hey, yeah. a- A&M started two uh, – I mean, fuck me. I'm going with the offensive line here again. But A&M started two, two true freshmen in week one. And they struggled a lot in pass protection. And, and I, I mean, I remember starting my first game, and, you know, emotions are high, but I, I feel like they're, they're going to knuckle down, get the guy a little more protection. I'm going Texas A&M right here. Texas A&M was sweet. Knuck, knuckle down. Is that an alignment thing? What is it? Shit, my dad said it. I don't know. <laughs> it's like Don says it. I roll with it. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll go with it. All right, Cord, wrap us up on this one. Anchor. Coach, who, who, whose offense is it? Is it Jimbo's? Is it Bobby's? Is this the week they get into an argument? Because eventually it's coming. <laughs> eventually it's coming. And hey, after a one and six start, I gotta get. I gotta climb my way out the cellar. Give me the U, baby. Damn, in front of 24,622 hey, people. That's going to be one I hell of an atmosphere to get an argument in front of Listen, listen, Coach, week, week two, you, court, hey, court's you already reaching. played for a few of those crowds in Tennessee. Cool. No, actually, you never did, brother. 
Oh, my bad. Sorry. Still love you, Wes. Court, court reaching in week two already. Trying to get out of selling. Be careful there, Court. All right. Uh, our next, um, we're <laughs> heading down to uh, uh, kind of your neck of the woods, New Orleans, as Tulane welcomes Ole Miss. Both teams ranked Ole Miss 22, Tulane 24. Both teams 1 and 0. Ole Miss favored by 7 on the road, 2.30 in the afternoon on ESPN2. Trev, you lead us off. Man, I, with it being a straight seven, I like Ole Miss. I like what they do. You look at how they score points. You see how Kiffin spreads the field. He can play tempo. He can slow it down with Quinchon Junkins and run the football. It is truly a beauty to watch the way he does manage an offense. Tulane don't have Tajay Spears. They don't have the Cats on defense. They don't have the dudes they had from last year. They are a good football team, but seven's also too low. Give me Ole Miss. Okay, Wes. Lane Kiffin and Quinchon Judkins. Ole Miss. All right. Sweet. I mean, you don't know how like how much I want to make a spy pick for Tulane right here, just to piss off Cord, but, I mean, got to take Ole Miss. Take an Ole Miss. Oh, no. Cord's a huge Tulane guy. Yeah. Big, hey, big, hey. Huge hey, Tulane Big yeah. Till hey, hey, Big Till wave. <laughs> He's at McNeese, not Tulane. But okay. All right, Cord, it's on you. Uh, hey, look, here's the deal. We do not like these other schools in Louisiana. But I'm going to tell you one thing. University of Afghanistan, University of Iraq, University of Kuwait, I'm taking every one of them all day, well, every date, day, over, over Ole Miss. I cannot stand. And I'm going to tell you my favorite thing to say, go to hell, Ole Miss, go to hell. Roll, wave, roll. Yulman will be rocking in the wave, cover the seven. All right, Court going with the uh, the teal wave. Dude, your color scheme's got to be all messed up with the purple and I gold bet. and the red and black Man, and the teal and green. Jeez. My um, goodness, Court. You know, you know, I tell you what. I, initially, I was I was feeling the Ole Miss. Something is it's it's like when everybody's betting on one thing, you you want to go the other way. The whole big seventy by Ole Miss last week, and what Tulane did, which surprised me against South Alabama, because that's South Alabama. Covering yeah, that game and South probably winning. Squad. Yeah. And so yeah, Tulane man. impressed me. Um, I'm just going to say, by that logic, you could have took Nebraska right there. <laughs> I'm just saying. I you want to fight the public there, JP. I could have, but I'm not. But I am going to take the teal wave. Uh, Cord, I'm riding that uh, that wave, go, if JP. you will, get with it, you. Hey, get teal wave trending on Twitter <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the only thing you'll hate more than their colors is their students if you ever make your way down there. Did it's, you go to Tulane and we don't know about it? No, I just have been to New Orleans a few times. Mm. Okay. All right. All um, right, our final game of the week. It is a big one. Number 11, Texas, uh, at number four, Alabama, in Tuscaloosa, Saturday night, primetime, ESPN, 6 o'clock Central. And uh, this is going to be a fun one. Alabama right now with uh, at least our uh, pick has minus seven and a hook. So, Wes, lead us off Alabama, minus seven and a half, as they welcome their future SEC opponent, the Longhorns. I'm not going to pick against Nick Saban at home at night in a primetime game. Don't know much about either one of these teams. Milrow is one hell of an athlete. He can he can spin it, I feel like, but he is he's a running back in a quarterback's body. Or no, good. I'm sorry, he's a quarterback in a running back's body. He's a bad son of a bitch when he gets loose. You know, so I'm gonna pick Alabama at home and Nick Saban. All right. Sweet. Hey Alabama looked the part. I mean they did what they were supposed to against MTSU. 
Uh, I saw a stat today. Alabama was flagged 15 times last year against Texas. If you had to be flagged 15 times to be competitive against a team at home, uh, at, at home, home yep. I mean, uh, you got to take Alabama here. And there, and there's a little bit of pettiness in this game going on. Oh, you know there is. So there, you know, last year when Alabama traveled to Texas, Texas the, give. Oh, the the, the sections, yeah. Their million dollar band, whatever the f- them some bitches are called. Texas is going to have to give them up top in the upper deck. Oh, really? Points. The so Alabama band, they, they put did, them up they top? Yeah, they did that they to did. us in 19, too. So I don't know if they even traveled or not. So Alabama, in turn, done the same thing to Texas this year. So I feel like there's a little so the edginess. the Texas band's going to be uh, up, up in the upper yeah, deck. I'm telling you, you don't want a pissed off Alabama team. All right, so Cord, uh, it's to you. This, this game could go either way. I mean – Obviously, we had the 15 penalties last last year, and then, but it, I mean, it took it it it, it took Alabama everything they had. But I, I just I can't go up against Saban and, and the Tide at home at night, at seven and a half. Give me Alabama to uh, cover. There you go. Um, I witnessed it last Saturday and saw what Alabama looks like and what they can do. And and I tell you, you know, until Texas shows me something else. Until they show me something else. Yeah, they surprised us with that one-point loss last year. But uh, I'm with you. I think Alabama – and Mil- Milroy is uh, – he's confident. And, you know, he can throw the ball too in addition to running. So, uh, I was impressed. Alabama's ready. Uh, they were ready for Texas last week. <laughs> they were ready. So, I'm, I'm, I'm all on the tide on this one uh, for sure. Trip. We'll go ahead and make it a clean sweep for Bama right here. Listen, Wes said it best, man. You don't want to bet against a pissed-off Alabama Nick Saban team at home. The at thing night. is, take take Milrow, take the quarterback position out of the equation. You look what Bama has on the offensive line, the defensive line, and where they have on defense. You know, Dallas Turner's a top-five pick, absolute dog. I mean, man, give me Bama at home. There you go. All right, so uh, wrapping up, uh, we're all on the buff train against Nebraska, minus three and a half, uh, Saturday at 11 a.m. on Fox. Um, Yours truly and Wes are on the Commodores at Wake Forest. Everybody else has the Demon Deacons. That's 10 a.m. breakfast with the Commodores uh, from Winston-Salem. Split again on Auburn at California. Uh, We've got Cord and Sweet taking the Bears, the home team, minus six and a half, though, for Auburn, Texas A&M. Uh, everybody but Cord likes them at Miami. AM favored by four Saturday afternoon, 2.30 on ABC. Ole Miss goes to Tulane on Saturday afternoon at 2.30, and uh, that's on ESPN2. And I think partially because it's in the afternoon, that's why I'm partially going with Tulane as well. Cord and yours truly like uh, the, the teal wave to uh, cover that one, minus seven for Ole Miss. And then everybody on the roll tide, uh, minus seven and a half as they welcome the Longhorns from Texas. All right. Um, what did we learn here, Trev? What did we learn today? Cord's a pissed off dude down in Baton Rouge, is what and, I learned. And he, a, makes, and he makes picks. He's a hell of a raging Cajun. Very right emotionally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Wes, what, mean, did you, what did you learn today? I, Hang makes, up on the new guy. He he just makes picks based on who he likes and who he doesn't. Fuck, I hate Alabama more than Afghanistan, but holy shit. <laughs> I mean, you can't be that dumb, Court. I think oh. you look at it. It's, it's one weekend. It was a good week of opening football. Had some good you games, had some me? blowouts. And we're going to roll into week two and see what happens. Sweet, sweet, what did you learn? I learned that Wes surpassed me in fucks this, <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you got some work to do, man. Uh, Slack it. Dang. Cord, what did you learn? You guys are f- 
fucking mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I had a, I've had this is man, I, I'm a lot more comfortable this week. I hope I didn't uh, overstep my bounds, guys. I've had a blast just two weeks in. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season and uh, coming back to kick y'all's ass. Hell right, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate having you, brother. Hey, we're uh, we're just getting started for sure. All right. Um, that's going to do it for us here at the Southern Roots Football Show. Again, we thanks uh, to our friends here at the Larsburg Golf and Country Club, Mr. Jason Grayson, Tate, and company uh, for hanging out with us. We'll be back with uh, at Society next Wednesday night live uh, on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. For Trev, for Wes, for Sweet, for Cord, I'm Jack Plant saying so long for now. Enjoy week two. We'll talk to you next week on the Southern Roots Football Show on Southern Roots Radio.